I'm delighted to be joined in studio today by the fascinating American artist and time experimenter, David McDermott. Um, I've been doing some research um, on you, David, and your life as an artist um, before today, and I find it really fascinating. Um, your life in the 80s in New York and um, just kind of how you live your life in the past as if it were the present. Um, you don't have an iPhone. You don't use the internet or watch TV. Um, I love your style. So for any listeners listening who can't see you at the moment, you very much live kind of in the Victorian era and your style is very much the style of the 1930s, if that's correct. Um, and you were born in Hollywood, but you now call Dublin home. Is that correct? It beats as it sweeps, as it cleans on a cushion of air. That's Hoover. Well, that was a lovely introduction. Thank you very much. Um, what do you love most about living in Dublin? Well, I moved to Dublin 30 years ago because it was old-fashioned. And also... At the consulate on Park Avenue, they gave me a slip of paper and it said, any way that an artist spends his money in Ireland is of benefit to the Irish people. That's from Hahi. Wow, okay. And they were giving that out at the American consulate, and the Irish consulate on Park Avenue. Okay, and then that's so you've been here thirty years, and you you have an incredible um style, and it's kind of you you live in the Victorian era, but you your style is very much from the nineteen thirties. Um, can can you tell me like how how you live your life day to day and? Well, this suit that I'm wearing, I had made over on Thomas Street, by a tailor, who. At the age of 14, apprenticed, and that would have been in 1962. And when he married at the age of 17, they, the tailors let him out of the apprenticeship. That's my tailor. Okay. And he made a suit, copied uh, objects of clothes that I gave him. Because you always have to do that with a tailor. And it's my suit is from 1928. That's brilliant. And um, can you just tell me, um, you live your life um, in the present as if it were the past. So you don't have like internet, watch TV, do any of those things. Do you find, do you think it's hard to, ma- to maintain life like that as we go on? Or is, is Well, that- I'll tell you this. In order to get to the modern present, future, The past, the 19th century and the early 20th century, was completely used and abused in order to get to this present we're in right now. I mean, they were using steam locomotives to get to their modern penthouse apartments. Do you have, like, electricity where you live um, at the moment in Dublin? I do. You do? Now, it's minimal. When I took my studio in Dublin 20 years ago, I removed most of the um, electrical extensions. So it's quite minimal. 
And for for lighting and things like that, do you? I mean, I have lived in houses without electricity. Okay. And I've had ice boxes where I put ice in ice chests for my cooling. And I used wood stoves. And I know about the past. I very much know about it. I spent my life studying the past, talking to people, reading. I really know how to put it together. Mm-hmm. If there was any interest. Absolutely. And antiques, there is antiques something that you're quite interested in as well? Well, I know all about antiques. And the reason why young people wouldn't be interested in them is because uh, um, it requires great knowledge. And they're not interested in um, pursuing that. When they go into an antique store, it's very confusing for them because you have all the different time periods at the same time. I'm very much about separating time. Uh, I think of antiques as puzzle pieces in order to restore the past. Yeah, no, I love that. And I I have an interest in antiques as well because my dad had an antique shop that was in um, Harold's in Combassel Street up there, which I know you visited a lot. Visited? I gave him a lot of business. Yeah, I hope so. He needed it, I'd say. No, but I did visit your father um, once a week anyway, when he was in town. And, um, no, I found it quite social. Did he agree a payment system with you? Did he give you rates for anything that you bought in the shop well i never had any complaints about whatever he wanted to charge for anything yeah no i think that's true what you're saying is knowledgeable because i know you know from when when i'd be in my dad's shop he would be able to tell me the history of a piece of furniture by feeling it by touching it by looking at it it's a very kind of skilled kind of thing to know about kind of what when a what, what time a piece of furniture is from and you know what it was used for Perhaps what it even is. Sometimes you know it's it's hard to know what even these pieces of furniture were if you if you haven't studied them or you know been around. Well, when them. I was a little boy, there was a, a folder in a woman's magazine, and it had little drawings of all the different furniture styles um, through the nineteenth century, and I was fascinated at that idea of being able to know what I was looking at and when it was from. I think it's very important. I mean, I think it should be taught in the the high schools, you know, to be able to identify your doorknob. Absolutely. Um, And can, can you tell us a bit about the style of your art? Well, right now at Rustboro House, in my beautiful painting studio... I am painting six gigantic paintings of mountains. They're the famous mountains in the world. Mount Vesuvio, the Matterhorn, Mount Fuji, and so forth. And around the the painting of the mountain is a wide border of the ferna of that area, the berries and the flowers. And then there's also a cutout in the corner of another view of the mountain. And I work thousands of hours on these paintings, and I'm planning to show them in Switzerland to the millionaires. 
are the billionaires, and they'll buy them. And I'm going to hold back the Mount Fuji because I want the paintings then to go to Japan, and I want the Japanese to buy the Mount Fuji painting. And they're incredible, my paintings. And I'm planning, I have 60 years of oil painting experience because I was painting from the age of 10. I'm going to show what painting is about because I've been around a lot of painters over the years. And, you know, when I'm painting, I'm thinking about them. You know, I might think, oh, I'm not really painting this, that, well. Then I think, well, what if he was painting it? And then I just, because (laughs) these modern painters, they don't know how to paint. And unfortunately, they don't know how to paint. And then the classical artists that, that train, they don't know what to paint. That's the problem. The people who know what to paint don't know how to paint. And the people who know how to paint don't know what to paint. Amazing. And what is it like working from Rusper House? Because it's a pretty incredible historic place to work from, I'm sure. Well, I'll tell you, I'm taking the 930 bus from Georgia Street and I get up there, maybe takes an hour, and then I have this lovely taxi driver, Mr. Tipper, and he picks me up and he takes me to Rusper House. And then... I have him leave me at the gate, so I walk up the long drive. And since I've been there, the house has actually become more old-fashioned without me lifting a pinky. Anyway, I work there every day, and usually the staff takes me back into Dublin because it's a long trip. But I'm doing a lot of reading, of course, on the trip up. You you mentioned reading there. Um because you don't like use the internet and things like that, if you're kind of want to get your news, do you read newspapers? Or? I get my news through hearsay and gossip. And that's very interesting because a lot of people don't want to talk about or are not interested in what's happening. It's called hearsay and gossip. Yeah, you're, you're an extremely unique person. Yeah, preposterously so. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's a joy to meet you today. And could I just ask, like, if anyone wants to see more of your kind of like paintings or your artwork, can they? Oh, come well, and... I think that they should come to Rustboro House well, <laughs> and take a tour of the house. It's very beautiful. You, I believe you have an Instagram account that's run. I do, but it's you. run by my friend of 20 years. OK, brilliant. So people can go on. It's Mr. McDermott on Instagram so they can kind of keep up to what's happening with you and your exhibitions and things like that. Well, that's so nice of you to invite me here. And it's the 49 huts and it's the car of the year. Longer, lower, wider. Thank you so much, David. (laughs)